This is the Texas Standard. As we speak, members of the U.S. Senate are being ushered in one by one to a secure area to view what's officially called the FBI's Supplemental Background Investigation of Brett Kavanaugh. The controversial nominee to the U.S. Supreme Court who has been accused of sexual misconduct by three women. This report consists of summaries of the content of the FBI's interviews, but the media has not had access to the findings. In fact, Senate staffers are not allowed to look at the report, which is on paper, not a computer file or a PDF, to prevent any leaks. Secrecy is the operative word here because the report will not be made public. Now a timeline is beginning to form around the confirmation vote itself. GOP leaders plan a test vote sometime tomorrow, with a showdown roll call over Kavanaugh's confirmation likely over the weekend. Just before we hit the airwaves on this Thursday, one of the central figures in that vote was getting his first look at the report, Texas Senator John Cornyn, widely regarded as the second most powerful person in the Senate. Getting enough Republicans to back the nominee may ultimately come down to him. As Maria Recio is reporting, she's Washington correspondent for the Austin American Statesman. Maria, welcome to the Texas Standard. Thank you so much. Tell us a little bit about, uh, well, something that struck you about uh, how John Cornyn is taking a role front and center here and how it compares with a man, another Texan, that used to be described as the master of the Senate. Yes, that would be LBJ, because before he was president, he was, uh, first he was the Senate uh, Majority Whip, which is the job that Cornyn has now, and then he became leader. And uh, he became very famous for the Johnson treatment since he was very, very tall. He would uh, sometimes, you know, if there was a vote that he couldn't get, he would just lean over and either cajole, put his arm around, or jab his finger into someone's chest uh, to, to see what what was it going to take to get that person's vote. Uh, so a little Im- intimidation, a little uh, persuasion, you might say, and now a Cornyn... A little flattery. A little yes. flattery. Now Cornyn finds himself in that role, a role which I guess he has as whip, although he hasn't really... Uh, it seems like he's been reluctant to assert himself in, in that posture. Well, his style is um, a little different, even though he's also quite tall, as was uh, Johnson. But he is mainly around all the time. And in fact, he uh, we talked to him yesterday, and uh, he said that uh, you know he's all Kavanaugh all the time, and and that is of course in terms of uh, trying to get through the nomination of the Supreme Court. Uh, would-be justice, Brett Kavanaugh, just very controversial. And so he's spending a lot of time, apparently, um, the the trick to this is, and I think Johnson knew it too, is uh, the, the face-to-face contact. And so there are three undecided, uh, if you will, Republican lawmakers. Uh, there's a, a, a couple of Democrats, or two, at least one Democrat, but they, it, it all comes down to four people at this point, and three of them are Republicans. And two of them are women. One is uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, mm-hmm. Susan Collins of Maine, and Jeff Flake of Arizona, who, um, as you may recall last week, was the one who uh, sort of forced the, the issue. And we had this uh, short-term FBI uh, investigation, right. which is being released today. Well, being released to the senators, not to us. Right. So now the FBI investigation has, uh, has been completed, as I understand it, and senators are getting their first look at the documents. Is it your sense that this is going to uh, make Senator Cornyn's uh, task even more difficult, or is there any way of of knowing yet? I presume 
those outside the Senate proper have not had a chance to read this document. I think that Cornyn has anticipated uh, the, the kinds of things that will be in the report, the, the heavy drinking, you know, the um, uh, you know, kind of raucous behavior. And, you know, maybe this is just more of an elaboration of it. Um, I, I, I think he's ready with that. And he does have answers. I think what made his job more difficult, and, and he acknowledged as much yesterday, and, and I have a story about that in the paper today, about how the... Um, president's remarks at a rally in Mississippi were actually, you know, when he was, he seemed to be taunting the, um, the first Dr. Uh, Ford uh, accuser, Dr. Ford, correct. And, um, you know, he said that that was, you know, that was a problem for him because I mean, two of the three Republicans he's trying to persuade are women. And of course they were, you know, particularly offended by it though. I, I think Senator Flake was as well. So I think, uh, you know, Cornyn's, uh, tactic is to just be ever present. He does have this kind of thoughtful manner about him and, um, you know, kind of reassuring. I mean, he can get, you know, very uh, animated, but for, you know, for the most part, he is, you know, just he's more reserved. So in a sense, this is Cornyn's moment as well. I mean, uh, whether Kavanaugh, uh, Kavanaugh nomination goes forward or does not, in a sense, is a test for Texas's senior senator. Absolutely. In fact, uh, he said as much yesterday. He said that this was the most difficult um, ex- experience he's had in his time as whip. And uh, by the way, he that time as whip is about to come to an end because it's term limited. He, he has um, six years. So at the end of this year, he will lose his nice office and his security detail and um, the um, you know the the kind of the perks, the high visibility he has now as whip. Uh, he's still going to be a close aide to McConnell, um, McConnell has, has said, but, um, but I, I think he's looking uh, in the future at some point to actually be leader. So this would be a very important victory to make that happen. Maria Resio is Washington correspondent for the Austin American Statesman. Thanks so much for joining us on The Standard. Thank you so much. 